Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hodge is breaking down this side. He's got the pass. Oh, it goes to Cashman. Cashman jigs it out of the corner. Throws it up front to Esposito. God makes the save. Oh, Esposito puts in the rebound. The Bruins win. God, the good old days. Welcome Hi, to I'm Kenny Hodge. <laughs> good. That's mean. No, Kenny, no, Kenny Hodge had a really high voice. Sort of like uh, his size. Sort of like uh, the guy from Kansas City. Oh, the quarterback. Oh, Patrick Mahomes Patrick sounds Mahomes. like Kermit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on the net, New England Talks in uh, TojiNet and wherever else this fine podcast is being blasted. Ron's got his uh, hockey jersey on. So I do. We, get, we were just referencing hockey but right before oh, the show. Just, just grab my boobs. That's <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I like that. <laughs> All right. Each their own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever we works. We don't judge. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm punchy because uh, Spirit Quest is over. Yeah, it's Spirit Quest postgame. Okay, oh, God, that was a long, it's brutal for me, right? Oh, I can imagine. It is. It really is because I have a hard time delegating. <laughs> Just dealing with Richard Felix yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, Rich, uh, Richard, uh, what's your name? Lou. Lou, I want to thank you uh, so uh, much for, for helping me out. Uh, at Spirit Quest, we, because of the, the virus crap and all that shit again, um, Steve and uh, Richard Felix uh, couldn't be here so uh, from the UK, so we Zoomed them in. And and. Uh, no problem with Steve, but uh, <laughs> Richard w was was live from uh, the Derby Jail or Derby Jails we say in America, which is really is. I never yeah. how can they get an E from an A? I don't know. It's a brick building. I mean, I... clock. Yeah, that's the other one. Clerk clock. No, yeah, it's a yeah. clock. Yeah. The signal wasn't great. You think? <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny part was like when I was doing it upright, I had like. Uh, you know, I had I couldn't get sound and everything else. I had my freaking sound on the computer down, so it was like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was a tough day. I get punchy during the thing in this business, it only takes one button, that's all yeah. it takes. You know, Saturday, I didn't eat a no, Sunday, I did not eat a bloody thing the entire day. Didn't eat, didn't eat. How can you do that? I usually can't eat during an event anyway. I really don't because I'm always worried about something doing, you know, worry, but, you know, being a mother, taking care of things yeah. uh, because you want it to run on, you know, I mean, these people paid money. So you want them to have a good time. You want to. So I had mean, a colonoscopy coming up. I'm trying to figure out how to do the 12 hours and you went a whole day without it. <laughs> I mean, I love to eat. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, yeah, that was good. Finally, uh, when I get home, I finally get home at uh, uh, what the hell time was it? Uh, about. Eight o'clock or eight, something like that. Took my shower, and I had a couple leftover Ringle rolls from uh, uh, Spirit Quest. So I ate those. That's why I did get that in at eight o'clock. You a traditional meal eater? I'm I'm more of a grazer. I'm a grazer. I really. Yeah. Am. So, so we are we are an awful lot of we like. Are an awful yeah. lot going. You know, for the, the morning, like I gotta have a little something every two or three hours. Well, for me, like in the morning, I'll have just like coffee and. Uh, 
I'll have like a piece of pie or something. That's it. You know, just a little something. Yep. Lunchtime. I have no clue what I'm going to eat. I really don't. I don't, I'm not big on sandwiches and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I'll grab something, maybe something a little bit or, you know, something, but no, no meal at all. Just, right. you know, something usually late. Sometimes it's leftover. I'll eat some leftover pork chop or something like that. I don't know. I like meat. So whatever. And then, uh, usually in the afternoon, my big ass cup of tea, I'll have uh, maybe a cookie. And then uh, finally at supper time, I'll have a decent meal. And then I graze the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's who I am. You the same way or you're a little different? You graze all day long? Protein bars. I, I, yeah. I keep doing protein bars. Because hmm. the protein helps you last for a little bit, a while. And it also, you go into the bigger meals, not wanting to eat it's everything in sight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, that's a big problem for me at night is like dinner till bed because I'm up late. So yeah. I'll usually want stuff to eat. And if I don't have the protein bars, I'll just pick all night. Yeah, I do. You know how that adds up. Well, you don't care. You're thin. But, you don't but care. I, yeah, I do, actually. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm going to do it. I know I am. So I usually try to get things that are, they aren't too, too, yeah. too bad for me. You know, I'll, I'll eat an orange and apple. I'll have... Uh, Nuts, always nuts. Let's you know, the canned nuts. Those I enjoy those. So I'll have that uh, when I'm watching TV or something. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, yeah some of that. So yeah, you know, maybe maybe a popcorn or or uh, those uh, cheese nuts. Yeah, those cheese things I told you about that taste like beer chases a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, that's enough about us. Yes. Um, by the way, <laughs> more I, than enough. Yeah, yeah it is way more. <laughs> I am still looking for people to participate in a psychological study. It doesn't matter in your own beliefs, uh, whether you believe in the paranormal or not, or whether you, uh, you have any special skills, we don't care. Uh, you don't. Um, you can take part anywhere in the world, and it requires absolutely little effort. And if you're interested in participating, you can message me on Facebook, or the best thing to do is email me because I'm going to ask you for my email address, anyway, your email address, anyways, because I have to be able to contact you. It is at neghostproject at comcast.net. That's it, letter N, the letter E, ghostproject at comcast.net. So we are looking for participants. The reason we have a great, great number right now, by the way. And if I remember, you don't have to go anywhere or do anything. You don't have to do anything, really. I mean, yeah. it's, it's wicked, wicked simple. And, uh, I, it's uh yeah i'm excited about it it's a, it's going to be a great study and i i i mean i've got to talk to cal about uh, getting this uh is to uh, supervise it for me actually to put in the controls that i need and thing excellent yeah so uh anyway um we want to thank everybody from uh that attended last uh this last past weekend spare requests and it was great to see some people. We we didn't see some regulars because of the virus thing. They right. didn't even make it. But we saw a lot of the people that's, uh, that come every year, which is great. We've had a few new people, too, which was great. Nice to meet them. And, yeah, and I especially want to thank um, Elizabeth Ballard, of course, is uh, my uh, uh, son's fiance. Uh, their anniversary, nine years this weekend. Nice. Yeah. So Elizabeth Ballard, she was a huge help. They got married on Spirit Quest weekend? But they didn't get married. Huh. Oh. It's their engagement. Oh, I see. Okay. Anniversary of their engagement? Yeah. Well, right. they're living together. I don't That's know what the, I don't know what the difference between living together and marriage is anymore. You know. Whatever. I'm old school. You know? Well, 
What? <laughs> what? The difference between marriage and living together is divorced, basically. <laughs> yeah. Or, or what is it? Uh, division of property. Division of property. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyways, um, yeah. So I also want Roxy to... was there. Anne was there. Yep. Leslie was there. Very good. Jim yeah. Stonia, who I left off the there. original post, and he does so much for the New England Ghost Project. And uh, Richard Felix, uh, and of course you. Uh, so I want to thank all you people for that. Um, I got a lot of things. I get, you should call this Thanksgiving because I want to thank <laughs> our, our uh, Patreon supporters as well. Uh, you know, the, we do have... Uh, Anyone make a year yet? I know we're real close to a it's year. It's very close. Yeah. And, and and we have a... For a one year of being a Patreon member, you get the, the elusive Ghost Chronicles magazine, the magazine. So uh, you will be the first people who actually... Uh, the first people who actually see it. <laughs> so that's pretty good. So we want to thank uh, Quinn Doobie, uh, Craig DeGroote, uh, Anna Rocha, who usually goes to Spirit Quest, but couldn't make it this year. Susan Brown, she's like a family member. Stephen Scott, who we had on the show. Yes. From Scotland. Uh, Jan Smith, uh, to, uh, these are our Patreon supporters, members of the Didier Society. Thank you so much. Yes. We should get t-shirts made up, Didier Society. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yep. We'd have to need some kind of logo, though, or something on it. I don't know what to do. I'll do it. Well, it's got to be cool. I'm not saying it's doing it cool. I mean, yeah, okay. The <laughs> the other thing I, I, I on that Patreon page is uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio. By the way, uh, you can be a uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, right? Yes. We, I've got a photo that uh, I think Mala Brooks made. It's me, Anne, and Stephen. But I'd like to add you to it too, as well, uh, Lou. If we could somehow figure out how to make a new one or okay. do some, uh, you, you'll see the photo one. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, because you're you're an intricate part of this, believe it or not. I mean, I've known you for a long time. Yeah, too long, right? For a long time. Too no. long. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, yeah, and and there's like uh, I think there's like thirty videos on there that are only available to our Patreon members. No one else can see them, and uh, other stuff. And and when we reach a certain number, we're going to do some free events too. So I'm going to do that uh, on there as well. Excellent. All right, so I covered that, and what else did I get? Oh, I got one more thing. That, and I you just a, show everybody the uh, yeah photograph, the, or the page, or whatever the it is. Page, yeah. There yeah you go. know better than I do. Oh. There we go. I got finally got it right. This is weird. Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. I, this is weird. How come that doesn't show you can up? You can be a Van Helsing page? Angel. Oh, no, we ditched that. Oh, <laughs> and now it's <laughs> it was I dying laughing. Oh god. <laughs> some post some vintage stuff on here as well as stuff that yeah. we some separate stuff that we record just for Ghost Chronicles uh, Patreon. Yeah. And Ghost uh, Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Oh god. <laughs> some post some vintage stuff on here as well okay, as Okay, you gonna mute some, your computer. I noticed that, Lou. I'm just trying to find <laughs> it. I'm not the fastest thing in the freaking morning. <laughs> there you are. There you go. Sorry about that, Lou. No, no problem. It's just, uh, yeah, that way I can monitor the page, and I really didn't do that before. Uh, live chat. Okay, there, good. All right, so, yeah, you put that up there? Yep. Oh, you're a, you're a good man. But anyway. All right, so oh, well, what? We're doing I'm pushing all the wrong buttons today. You know what? It's Monday, <laughs> right? Yeah, we had a late night. You, so you, did you see any of the game last night, or? Get to see any of it? You know, I was really looking forward to that game, right? 
I was not going to watch it until right at kickoff. I, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I was was going to want to talk about it. I was like, yeah, I was, well, I was conflicted because whatever. But I, in a way, I really did want to watch it. So um, after I took my shower and uh, I, and uh, woofed down those sandwiches, uh, made myself a cup of tea, and then I went into bed and I was going to watch it. I believe I saw like uh, two series. I fell asleep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Missed the entire game. Yeah. It was a good game though, right? Terrific game. Yeah. 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 Very entertaining. Uh, Mac Jones is great. Was he good? Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah. yeah. He played really well and uh, Bill did a great job against Tom and Tom really didn't have a great game and, you know, the Patriots defense stifled him. I mean, they only scored 19 points. And they lost by a point. They lost 19-17. And uh, Nick Folk's uh, game-winning field goal hit the upright and bounced out. Are you kidding me? No. He he had broke the record for the most field goals and everything else. It was a 46-yarder. It was in a oh, driving a rainstorm. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. That would, that would have been a fair book. Uh, oh. it, it's fine the way it is. And I'm not, I know. A, I'm not a believer in moral victories, but that went fine because Tampa Bay won. Patriots played well. Uh, Tom didn't have much to do with them winning, actually. And yeah. in fact, they stopped him on a drive where he could have put the game away. Huh. But uh, it, yeah. it was a terrific game. It was fun. It was fun to watch. It was entertaining. The, the other thing, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I fell asleep, so I didn't see any. Did you see? You you saw it, right? Yep. So what's it with? There was no running? No what? Running? Oh, they couldn't run. Tampa Bay's got a great run defense, and uh, they tried to run several times. They got stuffed. Okay. No, I was curious because I only saw the stats in the morning. I got up and couldn't run the, the ball. Couldn't, couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run yeah. the ball. Because so I saw it. They had like nothing, four nope. yards rushing or something. I was like, so they just the took friend? the leash off Mac, and he played really well. I thought he played really well. And Trent Brown wasn't there, right? Trent Brown wasn't there, no. Yeah. Well, Tampa Bay's got a very good run defense. So. Yeah. But uh, Mac. And then Mac got uh, sacked four times. Yeah, but he got hit. Every time, basically yeah. every See, time, the pressure was. They could have used Trent. Yeah, yeah, real bad. But he played very well under immense pressure and stood in and took some hits. He was he was freaking fearless. He was yeah. he played a really good game last night. He was impressive. I like him so. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, one thing you before the thing you were telling me about an article you saw. I just uh, I go on Core a lot and they send. The what is it? Core Q U O R A. I never heard of it. It's just a, basically a crowdsourcing thing where people ask questions and answer questions oh, and stuff okay. like that. And yeah, they have yeah, a yeah. bunch of different topics, and I get an email every day with four or five different topics. And wow. there was one about, um, I forget what the topic was, but it talked about Flight 191, which crashed out of O'Hare Airport in Chicago in 1979. And hauntings are. I probably it. remember it. I think the question was about hauntings at plane site crash, sites of plane crashes. Yeah, was the famous one in the Everglades. Yeah, so just to give you a, um, this is from GhostSearch.org, and just a reputable give you an overview doubt. on the crash. <laughs> well, just to give you an overview on the crash, the worst airline disaster in American history occurred May 25th, 79, when American Airlines Flight 191, carrying 258 passengers and a crew of 13, fell from the sky, killing all 271 people on board. The DC-10 took off from runway 32 at 3.02 p.m. for the nonstop flight to Los Angeles, California, at an altitude of 200 feet while climbing and traveling a little more than 200 miles an hour. The left-wing engine dropped onto 
or over the wing and bounce the flames Oops. and uh, bounce flames along the concrete runway. Witnesses said that after the engine fell off, the floundering aircraft went to a bank, nose down and erupted into a pillar of flames as it hit the ground. <sighs> what a way to go. A half mile northwest of the airport. Well, it's funny because I was reading a story um, about another plane crash where uh, the front end of the plane fell off and the plane continued to climb for several minutes. What? Afterwards. With no front end? With no front end. And so all the passengers on the plane knew they were dead. I mean, holy crap. Plane's still going. The front end of the plane is falling. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Do you I jump? Do you just like freaking get up and jump? I don't know. What do you do, right? Huh? I, I don't know. I, I, I think it had, I mean, if I, I don't think anybody knows till they're in that situation. In that attitude, I mean, at that altitude, I think that's what I would probably do because I'd probably be unconscious before I hit the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, that's what I would do. I mean, it's like those poor people in the, in the towers when they got hit by the planes, right? They were dead. They knew they were, and they jumped from the top of the building. They knew they were going. But yeah. that's, a, that's, even a, that's a little bit. That's still disturbing. Yeah, it is. It uh, is, really. I mean, I don't the know. jumpers at, at 9-11. I just, uh, I, I don't imagine. know. I don't think I would do that, but I, I, I think I would do it from a plane, depending on its altitude, of course. You can imagine what your decisions come down to, whether... You're jumping from the towers, or, or do you burn the death? Burn the death, yeah. Ugh. Or is there a hope? You know, <sighs> I know. God, that was a horrible thing, and people forget about it too. That was that whole Afghan war debacle. Was oh, I'll uh, start that again? Flight uh, one ninety one slammed into an abandoned hangar on the side of the old Ravenwoods Airport at three twenty two Ave, just off the east of Tui Mobile Home Park. Two trail homes were destroyed. When uh, hit by flaming debris, rescue workers found two bodies on the site of the Courtney Velo Excavating Company. They were believed to be employees of the firm, which occupied one of the old hangars. Now, um, we don't need to go into the details of the investigation, uh, but among those... Right. What, was the, what happened to it? Did they know? Oh, uh, all right. Captain Walter Lux, 53, was one of the most experienced DC-10 pilots in the airline. He'd been flying the DC-10 since its introduction eight years earlier. Yeah, so on and so forth. The plane carried a number of Chicagoans bound for the Convention of American Booksellers Association in Los Angeles. Among those was Sheldon Wax, the manager editor of Playboy magazine, his wife, Judith Wax, God, damn. Playboy fiction editor, Victoria Chen Hader, uh, uh, who was 34. Among those supposed to be on the flight on flight 191 were Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman, and her mother. She would have survived, you know. <laughs> quote my mother and i were booked on that american airlines dc-10 that crashed shortly after the takeoff at chicago airport but 10 minutes before we were due to get on i had a psychic flash that warned me of disaster Bingo. i begged my mother to change our flight and an hour later we learned that all 271 271 people on board have been killed i haven't doubted a single premonition since Though uh, there are those who have claimed to have visions of premonitions regarding a major airline disaster weeks or months before they happen. In Cincinnati, Ohio, David Booth's life was about to be turned upside down before May of 79. Uh, do we want to get into this? What, what do you got? Of course, this, know, wait, just, this, this information is, is from a ghost site, though. You know, be fair. You know, it's not, yes, no, it's, it's not from Newsweek or. No, but this isn't or, the ghost part of it. This is we're in premonitions. Yeah, I know, which is David had a dream. The paranormal part. Yeah. Uh, See, that all goes back to me. You choose your own destiny. Yeah. yeah. At the start of the Memorial Day weekend, David had a dream for the 10th time. Somehow he knew he would never have the dream again. He was on the brink, uh, had the dream. Uh, That's all right. Is a, a dream of an airline crash. 
Uh, he somehow he knew he wouldn't have the dream, dream again. He was on the brink of a nervous collapse and went home early that day. It was four o'clock, three o'clock at Chicago's O'Hara Airport when Williams had received news from Chicago. He was sure that what David Booth had described to him before the fact had actually come to pass. After David found out what happened, he emotionally just fell apart. He immediately telephoned Paul Williams. Williams said that David was blaming himself for not getting enough information soon enough to avert disaster. Like anyone would yeah. in their right mind would even right. say, oh, David had a dream. We've got to stop the plane. I know. Right? You know, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> so don't don't feel guilty for yourself because there ain't nothing you could have done, my friend. Uh, author Judith Wax was one of the many who perished that day. She was bound to Los Angeles to promote a new book, Stouting in the Middle about Middle-Aged Life. An ironic twist of fate coincidence can be found on page 191 of her book where she describes her fear of flying airplanes. When the job required travel, I developed a fear of airplanes, my head trembling from takeoff to landing. Of course, uh, Flight 90, 191 was the same page as the, pa as the page in the book. So, okay, let's, can we stop there for a second? Yeah. So... When we have that, I mean, there are certain people that have phobias, right? Do you, perhaps these phobias, now, you don't know, I don't, you know, I don't believe in a past life, but whatever. Uh, they experienced something in the past life that caused them phobias, or they are, have premonition from the future that something bad will happen from whatever their phobia is. Maybe, maybe you just have a, keener sense of your mortality i've become less comfortable with flying as i get older i hate flying totally and it's nothing to do with crashing or anything i just hate flying i just can't stand it i mean I, i'm a very active person i can't stand sitting around so. takeoffs takeoffs bother me don't bother me yeah no that's bothering me and I, the only like thing I, I really miss is the, the stewardess with the short skirts. That's the only <laughs> thing I really miss. Hauntings, which was the part I started to root Oh about. yeah we were talking about that. <laughs> Since the crash Animals, especially dogs in the nearby Tui Mobile home park, have barked constantly at the field where the crash occurred for no apparent reason. Their owners could not see anything out of the ordinary that would disturb the animals into such a barking frenzy. A more recent sighting was described, described a man walking his dog very near to where the plane went down. A young man who was frantically trying to find a payphone and make an emergency phone call approached him. The dog walker remembered that the man had an offensive odor of jet fuel and seemed to be smoldering. <laughs> At first, he assumed the man had been jogging, and it was simply steam coming off his overheated body. As he pointed to a nearby Toasty. telephone and turned back to the stranger, the, the, the strange figure, it had disappeared into thin air. There was absolutely nowhere for the figure to vanish in such a short space of time. Allegedly, sounds of cries and moans emanate from the field where the crash occurred, and sometimes the whine of a nearby engine followed by a crash will cause nothing is visible to the naked eye. Travelers Can I stop you there for a minute? Yep. Okay. So... The interesting thing, if if people know that that happened there, right, mm -hmm. and they hear a sound, is it like a pareidolia where, where your brain says, oh, that sounds like an engine that's failing because they know they already have a premonition, uh, precognizant of yeah. what happened there? Power of suggestion. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a powerful sure. thing. We'll go back oh, to God. that in a little yeah, bit absolutely. later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, travelers coming through O'Hare Airport have purportedly seen a young man making a telephone call from a booth located close to the ill-fated departure of Gate 191. He's alleged to take steps after finishing his call before vanishing in front of astonished eyes. Uh, from the trailer court, very close to the crash site, people uh, site uh, some from the trailer court, very close to the crash site, remember people knocking on their trailer doors in the middle of the night and then responding to find no one there. Anywhere that so many lives are extinguished instantaneously can be a breeding ground for future paranormal activity. 
I sincerely hope these victims are at rest. Uh, and then this is from Haunted Places. Um, Exploded. Folks who have lived in adjacent mobile homes said that within hours of the crash, they got knocks on the doors or windows, but no one was there. The knocking went, went on for months, and the doorknobs began. Some of the doorknobs began to turn. Some residents opened the doors to find a person standing there, saying he needed help to get his luggage or make a connecting flight. <laughs> a resident walking his dog report. Yeah, okay, and that's the same story. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So, I mean, again, these are people with um, knowledge of the crash, obviously. You know, I really. Uh figured it out that God does not like trailer parks. <laughs> <laughs> they always get wiped out with hurricanes, tornadoes, airplanes. <laughs> Do you watch Trailer Park Boys, by the way? I almost asked you this last week. I I told you I watched the first episode and I, I just couldn't get into it. Uh, yeah. Should I go beyond it? Oh, yeah. Keep going. Really? Yeah. Okay. Pretty I'll, good. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it's It's disturbing, but it's pretty good. So I'm curious, has the new ghost thing came out? The new ghost movie? The new uh, Ghostbusters movie? No, there's a there's a uh, it's oh, a series. second ghost? No, it's a series on TV. It's, oh, I've seen the promos. I don't know if it's out yet. Yeah, I you know, I've seen the promos too, but I haven't really seen it anywhere. That's what I'm gonna really check that out now. It looks interesting, but it doesn't look sustainable. You know what I mean? It's actually been on the the for three years in the UK. Oh, really? Yeah, their version, which of course will be better than ours. And, but oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> it's true. I'm I know not you love British you. television. It's true. You know how many series? Oh, here it is. Uh, Ghost. Come on, let's see if it's. I only know of two uh, Office, The Office and House of Cards were, were originally British series. Are you kidding me? What? I'm sure there are more. Do you remember the one with Suzanne Summers in it? Three's Come Company. And knock on my door. Three's yeah, Company. That's one. Uh, yeah, you look at any major series, series or any ones that lasted, they were originally uh, based, based on British television. So here and Americans did it better. They did it freaking worse. <laughs> Absolutely worse. No kidding. You know, you know, here it is. It's on. I no. have, I've got it on IBM T whatever the hell it is. I, I, yeah. Where the hell is it? Doesn't tell me. October. CBS premiere October seventh. This week. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So premiere Thursday, I think it's Thursday, right? Yep. So Thursday, go. So check it out, and and we'll we'll talk about it next week yep. too. We'll figure it out. And, and and if anybody, yeah, if you have a chance, I mean, you're all interested in the paranormal. You wouldn't want you watching this stupid show. Well, it's interesting, but it's a comedy. It's not a documentary, right? Documentary or anything. No. Who the hell? Is it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like any of these ghost shows on TV and documentaries? Gonna, I don't know if it's going to lend itself to any... You know, they're doing it for laughs. What's the point? You look... I mean, we're ghost hunters. We yeah. go in the dock looking for invisible people. What the hell is that not funny? <laughs> this is essentially... It, although it's multiple ghosts, this is essentially the ghost of Mrs. Muir. How many... How many oh, wait a minute. What about Topper? I don't, I'm not familiar with Topper. I know it exists, but... Topper? Yeah, is that a, I, I a have, resident ghost? I have actually on uh, DVD. Topper was, uh, uh, oh, I forget what his occupation was, but he was he lived in a high rise in in New York City, and the previous owners of the the uh, penthouse that he, him and his wife lived in, uh, were killed in an avalanche. Uh, Marion and George, in their drunken, <laughs> you, you like this, their drunken Saint Bernard. Oh God, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they, they actually come back and Top is the only one that could see him, of course. So that that's was a series. Of, it's it's old as the hills, but it's funny. It's, yeah, it was. Yeah. That, that's the first original one. Uh, our buddy John Anderson is asking, how was Spirit Quest? How was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had... Uh, uh, are we done with this? Or? No, no, I'm just... I just John, I'll wanted answer... I to address I'll, John before. I'll, I'll answer that in a minute, John, because yep. we, we just want to wrap this up. Yep. Oh, they have the trailer. Can you play the trailer for us? Uh, is it on IMDb? It is on IMDb, yes. I'll see if I can find it. Okay. It's it's right on the the, the top, and because it premieres this week, and I'd like you know if if you're interested in uh, watch it and let us know what you think. You can either message us or or email me or, or call in during the show uh, next week and and tell me what you think. But anyway, so Lou's looking that up. But John Spirit Quest was great as always. Uh, I'll get into that in a, in, a, in a couple of minutes as soon as we. Uh, listen to this trailer and then we'll we'll wrap that up and we'll on. I need a second to put it all together here. All right, so he needs a second. So anyway, Spirit Quest was 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 really fun. Uh Friday night we did a murder mystery and if you haven't seen me, I was a ghost as part of the murder mystery. <laughs> uh which by the way, I I did the murder mystery before. We did a dry run long before and uh uh yeah, I was just a regular ghost, but I didn't have like a sheet on me. <laughs> yeah. So this year I decided to do a sheet. So I did, I looked around, I didn't have any sheets. So I had this pinstripe sheet, white sheet <laughs> that I used as a drop cloth, right? For quite a few years. So I used that all night long, cut the holes off her eyes. And God, was it hot and did it stink? Okay, <laughs> so I was like rotten in there. I was like, oh God, why would I ever do this? I think, I, at least if I'd known I had done it, I think I figured it out like the day before, not even the day before, the day of, and grabbed it on the way out. And I would have washed it at least. I was like, oh my God, did it stink? But uh, yeah. So that was fun. It was a murder mystery. And uh, it, everybody had a good time with that. We had Chinese food, which is great. Everybody had their own Chinese meal and if they didn't eat it, of course they can take it home as well because it came individual. And on Saturday, we had a whole bunch of uh, presenters. We had uh, Stephen Scott, I mean, not Stephen Scott, Stephen Parson and Richard Felix from the UK, uh, zoom in, thanks to Lou. Uh, Leslie Martin, and, no, I did a uh, gypsy witch kind thing. Uh, and at a smudging workshop, uh, we had a EVP workshop with uh, Jim Stonia. And uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, we had Roxy Zwicker, who had an awesome presentation on uh, Victorian funeral power stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, that was All really right, good. this is going to be interesting. Let's see if we can pull this off. because uh, We can do anything, Lou, because accidentally, you're the yeah. Accidentally, I pulled up the trailer for the British version oh, okay. of the show. So we can show them. Side to side? Take Take me a second to get back to the American one. That's but, okay. So this is the British one. Yeah, and hopefully the audio works. Let's see on him. Well, here we go. To inform you that you have in fact inherited a house. This is it. I have nothing. Yeah, it doesn't appear as if the audio is working. What did that girl just say? She must be related to you. I have nothing. This yeah. is going to make one incredible yeah. hotel. So that's the couple. They move in. Those are the ghosts. We could always try haunting. Yeah. And they all say it's hilarious, by the way. Get out, get out, get out. Uh, all my friends from the UK. This is all happening so it's not like I said, it's been on for three years now. It's a classic haunted house. 
And you can see they're all different ghosts. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, from, from different eras, yeah. Different ghosts eras. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. All right, now let me find I'm a solicitor, and I'm calling to inform you that you have American version. Let's do that with This is it. It's all ours. Hey, I could play it through mine. She must be related to you. You know that. This is going to make one incredible hotel. We could always try. Oh, no, we can't. I know what you're saying. Get out, get out. Hello! The American version is two minutes and 17 seconds. Get out, get out. This is all happening so fast. Ghosts. So if you Google ghosts, it shows IBM. Well, I'm on IMDB and I'm Googling ghosts and all I'm getting is the British version. So go back to uh, Google and just type in ghosts and the, the first listing will be ghosts 1921 series IBMB and you just click it. It'll take you right into the thing. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it, it's it looks good. I mean, the British one looks good. I, I it, by the way, if you want to look at the British one, it, it's playing on uh, HBO. HBO is, I believe. Uh, has, uh, <laughs> Anything on the internet, you're going to be uh, Excuse me. So we own this now. Here's the American version. Her relative passed yeah, no, away so, and left her this estate. There are a limited number of buyers for property this size, right? So you have your bed and breakfast right. operators. What if we opened a bed and breakfast? Okay, this and is their house. And it's they go inside ours. their house. I'm married. New York is full <laughs> they look people. around their house. <laughs> they love their house. This must be the new folks. <laughs> Behind them house. are a bunch of people, but they can't see them. So they're burning sage right now, and we know how ghosts love sage. Oh, look at this. There's a guy with an arrow to his neck. And they're all falling around completely because there's sage in the house because she wants to get rid of the ghost. So he's going to go through the whole series with the arrow through his neck? Yeah. They're all. See? They get to play it. Oh, Kind of like the Beetlejuice, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're dead in Beetlejuice, right? This place they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. But they're, they're alive. So it's, it's like uh, Topper and, and some of the other series that are out there. Ghost in Mrs. Mirror and all of Looks good. It's an interesting concept. I'm going to watch it. Uh, see, you walk right through them. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> I had that happen to me once. Did I say that? You walked through a ghost? No, ghost walking me. Oh. It was at the end of Washington Square. I was doing an event. And... Uh, Ghost came in, we were doing glass room or something, and uh, this is the coolest thing. It, it, it came through anyway. Well, let me, let me go through the thing. We we were we were doing uh, glass room at the end of Washington Square as part of the festival. We did, we did a, a three thing. So I had three groups that we went through the Washington. Uh, oops. Oh, that's me. <laughs> so, anyways, that went through, and I, we was Jan and I were staying at the uh, honeymoon suite. So we were doing glass well in there, and, and you know, we did three nights long. We we asked the same questions over again each group. You know, like, oh man, this is. Thing. So I said, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna ask them if uh, if they have any questions for us. And the, the, they said yes to the to the glass, of course. And. Uh, a message, I'm sorry, if you have a message first, it said three. So we said what we did is we'd have every